Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. We're only good morning because when we're recording this, it is morning. But whenever you're listening to this, hello and happy Wednesday. I hope you're having a beautiful day. <laughs> so it's currently Wednesday. No, what day is it today? It's Tuesday, Tuesday. but we're bringing it out on a Wednesday. Blah. Um, and it's been a minute since we've done an intro. <laughs> I know because we were obviously on travel. What was it again? Travel? No. What did we call it? Oh, Tour of LA. Sorry. <laughs> I was like Travel of LA. We're on Tour of LA. So we're recording all our podcasts in LA and doing all our intros in LA. So now we haven't recorded for a few weeks. Um, so welcome back to us. We're officially back in Melbourne and it is so cold. I've seen too many TikToks and Instagram stories saying like, you can't say it, don't say it. Or don't say it that it's so cold. I don't know. Like when we left, it was not this cold and everyone was saying to us when we were about to come back, they're like, just be prepared, buy your thermals. And we were like, we grew up in Melbourne, like Mm. it's fine. We know what winter is here. And we got off the plane and we were like, it was so cold. And I feel like it's so cold so early. Yeah, the mornings are... Like Freezing. icy. Yeah. So yeah. um obviously you've been listening to podcasts. I grew up in the country and my dad said the other morning it was minus three degrees. Wow. Like so where I'm from, Kyneton, it's like middle, kind of semi-middle Victoria, like half an hour from Bendigo. And in the mornings in winter, it is frosty and so cold. Icy, like yeah. yeah. Um, and dad was like, Yeah. But I kind of like it reminds me of growing up. I don't know why. I kind of don't hate it. I don't mind. If it's sunny. That's what I was going to say. I don't mind the cold mornings. If, if it's sunny. Blue sky. I agree. Like those crisp mornings when it's blue sky, it's quite beautiful. But yeah. this morning, it was raining all night. Did you hear the rain yeah, last night? Yeah, I did. Night? It was raining all night. And when I got up in the morning, I was like, oh, I really don't want to get out of bed because it was like dark and like wet. But um, enough about the weather, yes. the weather forecast. How are you? What's been going on? I'm How's good. business? I'm good. Just as we've got back, um, I got a bit sick. Like, I, I don't know if it was like run down. I had a few like health things going on. So I was just like so exhausted plus mm. jet lag. So it took me a little while. I feel like I've been quite fragile to myself, maybe or fragile in general, but I feel so much better now. Um, She's back. Yeah, she's back. I just was like, you know, when like it rains, it pours. Yeah. Like I ended up getting back. I was jet lagged. So I was tired. I had a couple of other stuff going on. Then I got the flu. Well, I didn't really get the flu. I just had this weird cough. Mm. And I was just like so exhausted and just over life. Um, but I finally feel better and I've got my energy back. Which That's you, good. Yeah. You know, when you're yeah. sick and all you want is to feel normal again. Yeah. That's what I felt like. Ben works great. So it's good. What about you? It, I've been so busy. Like yeah. I can't. I came back and I hit the ground running and 
my mum's down from Queensland at the moment. She's like, oh, watch you go. And I was like, no, there's something about it. Like I'm so motivated. Mm. And if one more person in my family or close friends like, my God, what's happening to the crypto market? Talk to me. Mm. So like if you want to know, follow Fifi or send me a message and we'll let you know what's happening in the world. Yeah, it's crazy at the moment. But um, it's all markets. It it's happens, all economies. Yeah. And it does. It's a pattern. It happens every. No, I'm just, it. it's a pattern. It's a cycle. It's happened ever since, like, if you go back to, like, the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Ray Dalio speaks about it. He is one of the most famous investors and people in economics. And he does an amazing video on YouTube speaking about the history. And this is a cycle and mm. we're, we've never lived this cycle before. That's why everyone, it's hitting it's everyone rough. Out. Yeah. So I feel like just the world going crazy at the moment. I'm trying not to look at the crypto market. Although I have been looking at it recently because I'm just trying to see if it keeps going down. I probably will buy back into Bitcoin, I think. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of money, uh, maybe like a thousand or something. Yep. Just because it is at that point that like, I'm like, if you're into crypto and stocks and stuff, you know that this is probably a good time to build your – if you've got money to invest, don't invest all your money into something, but just play around. Me? That's what I'm thinking yeah. anyway. So I think I probably will maybe this week invest maybe $1,000 into Bitcoin. Like it's up to you. My different – I'm going to wait for a little bit, going to see what happens. Well, that's what I'm like. Will it go down to like 13? I'm mm. not sure. So that's why oh, I'm kind of like watching it. I keep going to say what I'm doing, but no, keep going. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I'm just going to see what happens with the market. Like I told you yesterday, we'll find out if America goes into a recession on July 28. Mm-hmm. And I think if that's the case, a lot of people will be scared and a lot yeah. of money will be pulled out of all markets. Yeah. So yeah. just wait. It's a waiting game. Patience is but a virtue. Also- Set, we're not professionals either. No, so that's, that's just, just our, what I'm doing. That's, that's our experience yeah. and what we're doing. Um, and my brother messaged me, should I buy now? I was like, I'm not. Do what you yeah. want to do. I don't know. It's a it's a funny one. It's like, and this is the market. Like it could be 19, 18 today and then tomorrow mm. it might shoot up to 24 and we've missed our opportunity. Just, you just don't know. So it's an interesting time. Gas petrol is killing me. Inflation. Oof. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. We're… With FIFI, we're just trying to start conversations and it like even for us, we're still learning a lot about economics, all different types of assets, how to build your wealth. And so don't think that shit, you're far behind because we're all learning together. Yeah. And like I said, we're not and, professionals. And but I think the more we speak about it openly and ask questions, mm-hmm. I think it's the better it's better for everyone because why I'm so passionate about this is because it's things that I wish I knew earlier and it's things that I want to teach my nieces so they don't get to a stage where I was. And it's also like I've had this conversation with so many people over the last like two weeks because obviously we have been talking about what we're doing. Every single person, hand on heart, says to me, I wish I learned this at school. Yeah. And I was not a very academic (laughs) 
teenager. One, because I was like sick most of my teenage years and I was also really creative and hated like Mm. maths and stuff. And I would have enjoyed maths class or whatever class you call it a lot more if I was learning about stuff like this. Yeah. Because it's interesting and it's life. But you know what? In high school, you're more concerned about what party you're going to on the weekend. I wasn't. I was more concerned how I was going to skip the next meal. (laughs) I was more concerned about who was going to go get the lunch at like yeah. go down to McDonald's and get lunch. At I lunch think I, time. yeah, I don't know. I think I would have been interested because my dad was a stockbroker and back then I didn't really, I heard so many conversations of my dad on the phone selling stocks at a certain price, what things were. I would probably wanted to understand it a bit better. Yeah. Because to me, hearing dad on the phone when I was younger, like my dad would be in the car making all these deals. Like he'd be like, yeah, if you sell this at three mil, like all this stuff. And I was like, so like, I was so confused by it all. Mm. So I would have liked to learn stuff like this in high school to understand my dad's job a little bit better, I feel like. And then it would have benefited me now. <laughs> but um, And the reason why we're talking about this, if you haven't listened to an episode about three, four, five episodes ago, it's we're starting a new business called FIFA yes. with some professional guy, guys that are like… Invest- a, prof- a professional investment business. Yes. So we're not coming in you're like as professionals trying to like, we're just teaming up with them to ed- learn along with you guys, educate, yep. use our community and platforms so we can better females' lives. Yeah, build wealth together. Yeah. Use so our money to is. work for us. But which ties in perfectly mm-hmm. to today's guest. I know. So today's guest is? Danielle Weber. 100%. And you like Danielle is a artist. Not just like an artist, like a phenomenal, phenomenal, amazing artist. Yeah. So she, um, I don't even know how else to explain it because she's a fucking legend and she's so talented. Yeah. Um, and the reason why you probably sitting there thinking, how does this tie into crypto and like all this kind of stuff? She also uh, sells NFTs. Yeah, she's also an NFT artist. So Danielle like does these huge murals on gyms, on the side of buildings. People's houses too. People's houses. Mm-hmm. She just did a collaboration with Jordan, Nike so and Jordan. Crazy. Like she is a legit full-time artist. Yeah, and like you see these murals and we'll – um, in the show notes, tag her Instagram because they're just phenomenal. Like they actually look so real. Yeah. Like these people are like, I'm like, are you real? It's and weird. so we had a really, an amazing conversation, but the way Danielle explains NFTs, I know you personally, mm-hmm. you were like, fuck, I actually get it now. Yeah. And it's so funny because you have all these different people trying to explain NFTs and like I kind of understand, but the way she explains it, I was like, Oh, I get that from yep. a create from a content like she's obviously a content creator and mm-hmm. an artist, and just the way that she was explaining it, like royalties and all that kind of stuff. I was like, that is really clever. Um, and not only will we spoke about NFTs and all that kind of stuff, I really thought Danielle gave really good business advice. Yeah, um, she was real, real. Yeah, which was refreshing. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like. Yeah, it was a really, really good episode. And I feel like we should just get straight yeah. into it because we're definitely taking Enjoy up all it. this time. And 100% you'll understand what an NFT is now. We hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget to like, subscribe. And share with all your friends. Ciao. Danielle, what an absolute treat to have you on Curious Conversations. Thanks, Gil. I'm actually really excited. <laughs> I but know. I think you're an absolute legend. Oh, so it's you. really nice to be able to sit down and talk to you. And two, you are a phenomenal artist. 
You actually are. We're sitting right here now. What would you call this? Your studio? Yeah, I like go jump between like warehouse and studio and factory. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's fucking amazing. Thank so you. it's so amazing. You have so many artwork here that I'm just going to. There's a bit going on at the moment. Yeah. But sometimes there's not as much going on. I'm like, oh, we need some color in here. But yeah, it's, it's rather yeah. busy. What well, is you're going busy. on? What is going on in, in the. In uh, the life of Danielle. Oh, um, yep. So I've just come off. <laughs> I've just finished like a bit of a marathon of murals. I've had five in a row, which is something wow. I don't usually do. I like to have a little bit of a break to recuperate. Um, but I love it. Like I thrive off that anyway. So realistically, it's probably not the best way to do it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've got a little bit of a break. Not a break next week. I'm going to Adelaide for work and then I'm straight back into murals again. So To give people an idea, like a visual representation, how big are the murals that you're painting? So the one I just finished yesterday is probably a bit higher than this ceiling. So about wow, that's eight, eight metres. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's c- kind of small compared to some of the ones that I've done. Yeah, wow. wow. Um, so, yeah, I guess the biggest one I've done is like a side of a stadium, which was like 400 square metres. No of way. Wall. How long did that take? Um, they gave me four weeks to do it, but I got it done in like two and a half. So Jesus. I just prefer Wow. So just, if people out. don't get the gist already, you're, you're a – Phenomenal artist yes. and an NFT creator. Yes. And is there anything else or that's that's the it? Uh, well, I'm speaking next week in an event, so I don't know if we want to just chuck that in the, yeah, the realm of, of things. That's cool. Um, so, like, yes, I guess I think I, the term since the NFT world came about, mm. the term's probably more like creator because yep. I guess you just sort of – I'm just like bouncing around doing a few different things and don't really like to, I guess um, – put myself in one bucket. Yeah. I want to go back to the murals because obviously you're just coming off uh, mural bender. Yeah. I love it. I love that. I I know. That is like literally what I was thinking when you were saying that. Can I just ask like mentally, I could imagine that would be exhausting and how do you like switch off when you're doing a mural? Because distractions, all those kind of things could be quite like destructive towards your work. Yeah, definitely. How do you do this? It's – it's take it, and it's, look, it's still a work in progress. Yeah, it's taken ten years to figure out uh, what I need, what I mm-hmm. what, like to be able to create consistently, and what boundaries I need to put in place in terms of all your other external life factors as well, and your social life and your partner. I feel like I've gotten the the I guess the other humans in my life like that's sort of sorted now. Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. understands. Everyone's on the same page, but. Uh, yeah, in terms of like the noise on site as well, I think it's just a, become another form of discipline that like yeah. I've had to learn how to, I guess, manage. Like it, to the point where the other day, usually I just get all agitated and not do anything about it, but there was so much going on on site and they had the speakers on really loud. Oh. And the, the, they were like, do you want me to leave the speakers on? I'm like, please just turn them off. Like I just need five minutes of, yeah. <laughs> of silence. And I'd gotten to the point where like they still hadn't been turned off. So I'm sitting in the chair with my noise-cancelling headphones on, the speakers are on, like, with meditation music just to, like, give my brain five minutes of peace and silence. And so that's sort of, like, I I feel like that's a good way to reset and then just, yeah. Does painting put you in a meditative state? It does a lot of the time, but it takes a bit to get there. Yeah, right. Uh, And I think it's meditation and flow state is probably a good way to explain that. Like, you know – 
you, I don't know if you, you girls meditate, mm-hmm. but like, you know, sometimes you have like, oh, I had a really good like meditation session yeah. or I had a really good gym session because I consider that. Sometimes you can drop in real yeah, Sometimes you can drop in real yeah. and, you, and you know that you've just like given your mind or any anything else that's going on that, that bit of a break and mm-hmm. like you've sort of just gone into that flow state. Um, so I still definitely do. Like you'll see me like boogieing along and I feel like <laughs> that's my like flow state and sometimes I'm not even like listening to music or anything. Yeah. But it takes a bit to get there. Like it's, it depends, you know, if you are on like a – mural bender sometimes like I'm surprised that I still had it in me this week like to get into those states and really enjoy it crazy and the one that you just completed it looks so real the is it Muhammad yes I was like I was we were showing um we had a meeting yesterday and they were like what are you doing tomorrow and I was like oh my god it's like telling them about you and I was like this is like legit like this looks real it's crazy thank you oh it's good that's good to hear yeah I was I was struggling that's like such an old photo yeah and I've you know, like it's very pixelated and a lot of artists won't touch pixelated images because it's so oh, wow. hard to recreate. Yeah. And I was just like, always bring on the challenge. Um, but I was like, oh, I'll be finished by 5 p.m. And then I just kept going back and over and over. Yeah. And I was still doubting it as I walked out the door, but that's so good to hear. Yeah, no, it's it did. Like, yeah. As an artist, you spoke about boundaries and I want to ask about goals because I feel like being an artist, mm. you might have to be in a real like present yeah. state yeah. all the time. Yeah. So. Do you have goals or do you do you just live in the moment? I feel like I used to focus on goals mm. and then I realized that I wasn't really like I was so caught up in like what was to come in the mm. future that like you weren't even like focusing on the growth at that present moment. Yeah. So I don't focus on goals as much anymore. Um I yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know if that's like subconsciously or a conscious effort yeah. to not mm as much like I have things that I definitely want to do in the future but I don't necessarily strive towards them I'm kind of like living in the moment Mm. and I feel like if I've you know had some sort of growth whether that be personal work or you know even just setting you know getting your foundations right Mm. in business and seeing that growth from year to year I feel like that's probably how I I live because you just sometimes can't control like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and so much changes like look at how fast time goes so much changes within now and you know between like even just between now and Christmas like everything could change so I feel like if I I I did used to be like I want to do this by this date and I want to do this by this date and I'm just like it never not that it didn't eventuate it might it may in one shape or way shape or form Mm -hmm. but I yeah like in terms of like goals I definitely when I start a project I sort of challenge myself and perhaps set unrealistic goals like on those like certain projects just to like push myself to get it done quicker or yeah but I I feel like I've sort of over time I definitely have let go of that a little bit yeah I'm reading an interesting book at the moment called The Surrender Project really and it's a lot that just let the universe and things happen to you and it's how the most successful people mm. in the world operate. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was really interesting. Yeah, I'm not doing too to... bad then. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Like, no, sometimes she's got, like, she's got the magic. Yeah. <laughs> no, because sometimes like you, you go, like you read things yeah. and you're like, oh, maybe I'm not doing it right. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you're always trying to like figure out like, I don't think there is a best way. We no. just sort of try to figure out the best way mm. for you. But it's really cool to hear like, you know, those things are reinforced. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, okay, that's not so bad. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm not, you know. Yeah. When did your career start to take off? I had this conversation. I still I still feel like it it hasn't. Like I, yeah. I know, like I know that it sounds it's, I've had like key moments that I'm like, okay, like, you know, this this I might make a go of it. I think 
it's probably about seven or eight years ago when I had a few things happen, like meeting a few certain people. You yeah. can mention it, The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that I was like, okay, like I can, yeah. I can make this work. But I wouldn't say that my career like took off. Yeah. I think. And I don't know if it ever will. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like it's a constant evolving project just like your mental health is, mm-hmm. just like your craft is, whatever that may be. Yeah. So – I think, yeah, probably seven or eight years ago was a moment where I was just like, okay, like I'm I'm definitely going to keep at this and, yeah. and make it work. With, Amazing. However that looks. Yeah. And were you always a painter like in school and stuff like that? It's so funny because everyone's just like, you. I was so sporty. Like were sport you? was all I did. Okay, right? yeah. So mm, yes, like it's always been a big part of my life since yeah. I was a kid, but it wasn't a known fact that like I could paint also like your friends didn't know that I feel like no not a lot of people no like, people way. knew I was like good at art yeah, at school yeah, yeah. but they had no idea that yeah wow but I probably didn't either to be yeah honest. yeah <laughs> yeah because like up until even still like I was speaking to someone yesterday and he's like do you know like that you're like you're really good and yeah. I was like I was like oh, it, it's so normal for me yeah, like it's yeah. it's it's such a normal like like People go to work every day. Like I go to work and I just paint. Like it's mm. not a big deal f- for me. So, yeah. So, I mean, I've painted and drawn and anything hands-on. Like I knew that I'd struggled to focus doing anything else mm. other than sport or yeah. creating. Um, but I feel like a lot of people in my younger years wow. had no idea. Yeah. 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 Did but, you always want it to be a career or it just happened? No. No. Wow. It, well, not that I didn't want it to be. But I didn't think it was an option. Possible. Or, yeah, it was yeah, an option. Yeah. Like I'd never seen anyone within my reach or a female for yeah. that. Yeah, true. You know, um, it is a very male-dominant industry and like the biggest artists are generally, mm. you know, a male-dominant as well. So I, it's not as if I saw someone I was like, oh, I want to be like her mm. or it just – it wasn't – yeah. It's really interesting. And how beautiful now that you're an inspiration to so many I know. young women yeah. who are creative and see you doing this as a Korean, like, I know can that do they that. Can yeah. Do it. yeah. Well, that's, that's the awesome. thing. Like, I, and that's why I say, even if it's not, you know, an artist, so any any field yeah. really, um, especially like a creator yeah. of one, because it is definitely a harder industry to tap into. But that's like become my purpose really. It's just like I didn't have that there. Mm. I've had the support behind me, don't get me wrong, like my family and my friends and my partners, everyone's like just always just pushing, pushing me from yeah. behind, mm. like, which is amazing. But it's not as if I had that, those people that are like, oh, she's done it, I can do it sort yeah. of thing. So if I can be that to at least one person, then, you know, I just think that little glimmer, glimmer of hope. Like, yeah. 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 So And just, just saying, you know, I, I spoke to parents that they brought their um, daughter in the other day and, um, the mum was a little bit concerned about, you know, making it in yeah. the living yeah. and, and but the daughter loves it. And I just said, honestly, if you love it and you're passionate about it, you will make it work. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You will find yeah. do anything to make it work. Yeah. Like, Are you mentoring some artists or yeah? Yeah, yeah, I definitely am. I've multiple like artists here and there and just trying to help um where I can. It's gotten to a stage where it's a little bit harder too with everything to else that's going too. on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so I've got like now 
I've sort of shifted and I've got a community on Facebook. So if anyone needs That's to ask cute. questions, like if I can't help out, someone else will. Yeah. So just creating that safe haven because I would love to do like it all day, every day. It's oh, just yeah, like, that's so cute. Cool. Yeah. So and then an um, online platform too, which I've spoken about for a long time. I've been working on for a year, but it will be good by the time. <laughs> 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 so just another space. thing to We're add nearly to the there. List. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're getting there. I want to ask, how was the feeling when you sold your first painting? Oh, that's a good or got question. commissioned to do your first painting? So the I think the first one I didn't sell the painting. I just got paid for the materials. But in oh, wow. saying that, it was like, it, it, yeah, it, it was a, a weird feeling, especially because it's your hobby. And then yeah. you were like, oh, do I, I don't really want to charge. Like, do I do I do I charge yeah. for it? Like, yeah. I, I I I'm not good. I can't charge for that sort of thing. So it was very mixed. Very mixed. Um, I guess. Experience. Yeah, mixed emotions and mixed experience. I think I think now I look back and everything just happened how it was supposed to in mm. that sense. But for years, I don't think I could, couldn't really say I was selling my work. I was sort of just like… Covering costs. Covering costs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Crazy. Probably for like four or five years. What made you decide that your time and effort was worth more than just costs? Because I feel like that's a hard… That is oh, hard putting, to value And yourself. it's like when, yeah, like yeah, time, it like is. it's not even really a yeah. determining factor. In, in yeah. That. I think it got to the stage where I was um, getting asked more and more to do mm-hmm. these pieces and there was that fine line between me getting resentful because I wasn't being valued yeah, and also not having time to create my own yeah. work as yeah. well, which I was well aware that like that and it still isn't the case that you know I'm you know I knew I had to do the hard yards to get to that uh but it took years like it took years and years and years and just like learning yeah like to say no and to I guess to stop and be like okay I have no time for myself I'm not getting paid for the hours that I am putting Mm -hmm. in um that's where yeah where like when you're in demand and then you can start charging but in saying that I was still probably many years getting paid like four or five dollars an hour when you broke it down for each painting Fuck. that I was doing but yeah. as long as I sort of because everyone always like how much do I charge and I said as long as you're not resentful and you're mm. happy to hand that yeah. piece over that's all that matters yeah it could be ten dollars it could be four grand it could be yeah yeah so but yeah it took a lot to get to that and I think yeah because I was working two jobs I was studying full-time and I was painting on the side wow so it was kind of like I don't it, – not that I don't need to be, but, like, I sort of need to be compensated because I yeah. have a lot of other things yeah. going on as well. So When you said you had other jobs, what were you doing? I was working – I was coaching tennis. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So – and I was working at Coles as well. Oh, yeah. wow. And then doing – that's crazy. And studying full-time as well. Yeah. Yeah. So when did painting become your full-time focus? Full-time. So it's been my sole income for – what year are we in? So twenty twenty two, eight nine. That's eight years wow. now. Yeah, eight. Good on you. Eight years. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. And how did it feel like from transitioning from like this is kind of like a side hustle to full time? I I guess I didn't make that leap, so I sort of kept. It's scary. It is scary because yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, do I just make that leap leap and make yeah. it work? And I. It, it had evolved over the five years before mm-hmm. that enough for me to, I guess, um, make sure that it was going to be like a solid enough yeah. income to, yeah, obviously still the inconsistencies of running a business. Yeah. But it 
it just evolved over that time. So I'd already been like taking on commissions for a few years mm-hmm. and then it was like I dropped those other jobs. When, yeah. Yeah. So I remember the moment because the, the one of the managers at Coach like, at Coles, she was like, you need this job. And I was like, I was Coles? Like, at Coles? Yeah. And I was like, Sorry, in my head, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, in my head, and a year earlier or two years earlier, I've been like, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, do this job. Yeah. But, and I was just like, actually, I don't think I do anymore. Yeah. Like, I think I'm good. And that was like a bit of a turning point for me. Uh, yeah. And and coaching tennis. Like, I mean, I was coaching Sunday mornings and Saturday mornings for years. And oh, wow. I'd walk down and just like go and coach like, kids and yeah and so I got to though. a point where it was fun but yeah. I was like far out like this is hard yeah. like yeah. it's tiring <laughs> probably every every weekend like yeah so yeah yeah Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like looking at it, it's really hard with like two hosts because I'm always in the corner of my eyes. Sarah going to ask a question. Yeah. No, because usually Tal and I sit opposite one another. Yeah, so I'm it's like, hard. Oh, so I'm like, I know. I know. I'm trying like, to look in the corner of my eyes. Yeah. No, yeah. I want to go back to that key monumental moment with The Rock. Yeah. What happened and is that when it all started to change for you? Uh, I'm trying to think back. I was still studying mm-hmm. at that point. And I was battling with it's it's quite ironic because I loved studying health sciences, but I hated studying art. Oh wow! Yeah. And because I was doing a double degree. Wow! And so, and I knew that travel was such a key. Like it was just so crucial for me to travel in that time because mm-hmm. I know that life gets busy. And I was like, yeah, I'm studying, but. I was trying to – I made a conscious effort to every, like, uni holidays go and travel. I'd mm-hmm. save up, spend all my money because it was just, like, fueling my inspiration. It yeah, was, like – it was the experience and everything as well because we're so fortunate in Australia. Like, we don't see anything here. Like, no. we are, you know. So um, – and then I was in the last – it was my last semester of university. Mm-hmm. I'd been there for five years. And Jesus. that's when – uh, the Rock had seen a piece, and also oh, he actually saw it. He saw so, it on Instagram. No yeah. way. He, it was a piece that I was doing for a client. And he saw that, and then he basically like said thank you, like looking forward to meeting you, and like reshared. And I was just like, what the hell? Because like when you're not chasing things yeah, like this course. and they happen, you're like, whoa, like this is this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so I did a piece to say thank you for him to even just like stopping someone like stopping and recognizing your work, and yeah, the response is like so heartwarming. Yeah. So I just said, you know, this is a. I did a piece of him and his mum to say thank you. And I was traveling oh, to sweet. Cuba uh, anyway. So I sort of like rolled it up, took, I was like traveling through Mexico and Cuba. And he saw that I was there. Like, this is a long story short. I remember like being, I had a travel sim. And like the only person that had that that number was, <laughs> was like him, my mum, and I think my ex-partner at the mm-hmm. time. So like, I get a text message. It's like, hey, D. It's like DJ or something like da da da. Like he said something. I wrote back, "Who's this?" <gasps> <laughs> like literally, "Who's this?" And then he's like, "It's like twenty." And I like literally remember being on a bus in Cuba, and I just like threw my phone across the room. <gasps> that would have humbled like, him. You're a dickhead. Yeah. Like the, you only gave your number to like a couple of people, and you wrote. Yeah, back, but I suppose you don't expect him to write Who's this. Yeah. Like, you know. So <laughs> I was just. It was so funny. I just remember that like so clearly. Uh, and then yeah, I guess that that started the the. the 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 classic D Web style, like I was supposed to be back at uni. I was just like, oh, effort. We're just gonna continue this trip, and um, I like cancelled my flights home. Like, meanwhile, we're in third week of uni here, or, like second oh, week no. of uni, and I was like, oh, like whatever. So I, 
Uni wouldn't have been online back then. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You need to go into class. Yeah. yeah. So, and um, I basically like, it was really hard. I had to get from Cuba to Boston and Cuba's really hard to get mm-hmm. in and out mm-hmm. of. So, oh, it's true, yeah. Yeah. So I'd gone to like, I think it took me like four or five flights to get from like Cuba and I went through like Texas and then I missed my flights because I'd taken illegal sub- substances. Oh, shit. I'd taken like, not substances, alcohol and um Cuban cigars. I didn't know you're not allowed to take them into America. Oh, so I got stuck. American border force. Yeah. yeah, I know. They're scary. They're, they're so, so scary. Terrifying. We get pulled up every time. And, and they're like, are you working here? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're like, we've got a working visa. Yeah. Like, let us in. Like, I'm they're sweating. Scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's, it's really, really like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I like, I literally, when I think about it, like gives me the sweats because I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, I could not. You pictured yourself worse. in an American oh, prison. Or- <laughs> yeah, no, literally though, because yeah, I didn't know. Weird. And he was like, you need to go, like, you need to go back home to now. Australia. Like, if you, you can keep the goods if you're going to leave. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll leave. I continued on to Boston. Oh. <laughs> and like, anyway, so I, look, I wouldn't do that now. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> 22-year-old me was just like, yeah, this is fine. Like, yeah. whatever. Don't realize like the repercussions of doing something like that. So, yeah, so I met him there and I don't even where, – where are we in this story Boston. Now? Boston. <laughs> You're going to Boston yeah. to give Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson this painting. The painting. Yeah. And, yeah, obviously key, key moment, um, crazy moment. Mm, yeah, it's, it didn't like kick – oh, I was like in the middle of uni. So things got yeah. crazy when I got back mm. when everything happened. And obviously you like – you know, you use that momentum usually in business to mm-hmm. like kick things off. But because I had to finish uni, oh, I was like, shit. I can't handle this right yeah. now. So, and then I got back and they're like, we're going to fail you. Like it's week four. You're really going to fail. And I'm like, just give me a chance to like yeah. manage to finish, graduated. Please get degrees. Please get degrees. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to talk. So obviously now this is your business. Sarah and I have multiple businesses. So a lot of listeners that listen to the podcast are business owners and stuff. Yeah. How, being a creative, how do you manage the business side of all of this? Because I can imagine it'd be so overwhelming. Yeah. Do you have how, what, how? For 10 years, I didn't really have much help. Yeah. Um, so obviously you've spoken to Alessandra. She's come in, she's been with me for six months now, mm-hmm. which has been a godsend because, yeah, your brain is literally the only way to explain it is you know, you just feel like it's always going to explode. Yeah. Like there's just too much going on. Mm. How do you even like, channel the creativity and the business like how do you switch from like business mindset creative mindset and so I've done it I've made it work I don't think it was the best way possible like I probably should have set up those um foundations foundations earlier until you have it you don't realize like what you're missing out on and like but in saying that too like it's a bit it's hard like you've sometimes you've just got to hustle until Mm. you're ready like financially as well to do that so look I, I don't know if I have any tips for it I think I found that painting at night was really good. I do all my business stuff during the day and then just um, paint at night Mm -hmm. in my studio. And, yeah, that means that I was doing 16 and 18-hour days a lot of the time, but that's what would work at that point. And I'd look forward to just being in my own space at night and just painting and not having those phone calls and meetings Mm -hmm. and things like that. So um, now that I have a team, like, yeah, um, Alessandra can speak to my agent. They sort of try and, like, work together as well. So if I'm out on murals, that that stuff's looked after and it's just having – sometimes, like, it's so funny because, like, I can't make basic decisions. Yeah. And because, like, you you know, you're focusing on big projects and things mm. like that. It comes to a point where you're like, I just need to make one little deci- – and I just don't have the capacity yeah. to do so. Wow. So having someone to do that for me. Yeah. Even, like, no, I shit you not <laughs> – 
less has to go to the supermarket for me just to get like snacks and stuff it's yeah. just too much of a task for me to like go to the supermarket and get yeah. things because it's just like no yeah. but I feel like if you yeah. out let's just it's any I'm business. I'm going to use that as an excuse for my indecisiveness. <laughs> I'm not getting your fucking <laughs> yes. I can't. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's part of business. It's like the growth. We call yeah. it like the growth and like business is like a roller coaster. It's like, 100%. and you just kind of, I feel like you never get the flow sometimes. But no. having people do the things that you might not be good at or all those things helps so yeah. much. Yeah. And realizing what you get stuck on. Yes. It's like, okay, this has taken me, like the, the biggest thing is that I always have in my head. Find out your your worth and your hourly mm-hmm. rate. If you can pay someone to do it, that's going to be less like let go. Yeah. Mm. Oh, let wow. someone do it because, yeah. you know, you might be worth, say, for example, $150 an hour and you're paying that someone $40 an hour to do that and you've spent three hours not doing it because mm. you're just stuck on it. Yeah. And in that time you've paid someone to do it for you. Yeah. That's worth it. You've got to value. You've got to figure out what your worth is mm-hmm. and if you can get someone to do it, not even like for less, but it's just like they're going to do it and it's, that's what they do. Yeah, it's easier done. for them. Yeah. And in the in the meantime, you can be doing something productive that's not actually got you yeah. hung up on something. Of course. I was listening to a podcast with you this morning, actually, and there was one. Probably sick of my voice. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was actually at 4 a.m. when I had jet lag. So I was like, you know what? I better like listen to a podcast, see what happens. But you said something that enlightened me so much about business because Tully and I do speak about the roller coaster and you did too about the highs and lows Lows. in business. Yeah. Tell, tell because I'm sure she won't know yet. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, yeah. I just said I've learned because I used to get really, really flat after highs and I'd get all excited about this one Mm -hmm. momentous event and you're like, whoa, like we've done this Mm. and then there's always going to be a low at the other side. (laughs) Yeah. So I've learned to like, appreciate and and I guess reflect when something amazing happens. Oh, I love that. But I approach the highs and the lows in a very similar manner. Okay. So it's a more balanced. Yeah. You're, you, you, you know, instead of like you've got – because it is a roller coaster. Yeah, you're going like on a roller coaster stressful. instead of like, woo, hi, like and then the low is going to be so much lower mm-hmm. because you're f- you're coming up at a, at 100 miles an hour mm-hmm. and you're sitting at that at 150 miles an hour and then – you can't stay at that yeah. that pace, and there's always going to yep. be a low. It's kind of like always. a substance high and low. It yeah. is, and yeah. that's I I use that example with drug use and things mm-hmm. like that. Like I've stayed away from that for many years because I was like, what am I struggling with? And it was it was those Highs. taking yourself out of reality because yeah. what is reality? It's our day to day, like mm-hmm. just approaching. You're taking yourself out of the, that reality, and then you're trying to come back with clarity yeah. and like just it's just so hard to mm-hmm. do. So mm-hmm. yeah, so essentially just like approaching and then when the lows happen instead of like getting all flustered and really you're like, okay, that's happened. Like we're just going to ride that one too. Mm-hmm. Like this will pass. The highs will yeah. pass and it's just it just like… I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because we say that all the time. That's something that I try to work on. I feel like with us, with our highs, like we don't appreciate them and like sit with it. Yeah. We're always like thinking forward or we yeah. know that there's going to be a low. So we don't… We never celebrate, we never our, celebrate yeah. our highs yeah. ever. And like the last like year or so, that's something we've tried to work on yeah. a lot. Because yeah. in business, I feel like it's kind of normal, but it's hard to recognize. So I like something good happen. Yeah. yeah. It's because it, you're always like, oh, yep. Yeah. Like, what's next? Shine, yeah, a, little, shine so a little bad. bit of light on it, but I don't get so. attached to it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think you need to like be like, wow, like, this yeah. is what yeah. we've done. Go out, have a nice dinner. Like, yeah. at least, like, exactly. yeah. Just have that, that little, and then, 
move on. Yeah, like exactly. You, not move on. Like you know you've done that, but that's a perfect yeah, way to approach yeah. it. 100%. Yeah, I find that's one of the struggles that I find in business so mm. hard. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's really, I think, and that's why I always say to people, it was easy. Everyone would do it. Yeah, yeah. But it is an insane roller coaster. It is insane, it is. and it's so tough, but it it's so rewarding at the same 100%. time. Hundred percent. And it's so good though. Like if you if you like you're aware, like you can look into the future whereas a lot of people do get caught on those things mm-hmm. and then you're missing like what can yeah like yeah. it's it's really we always say business is like problem solving it is it like really one is. problem after another yeah it is and then you have a good day and then you're like okay interesting I just want to ask I just had this weird flashback of lockdown were you working during lockdown can I get in trouble now? Or? No, no. <laughs> I mean, we we've all working. I mean, I was going out on my five k. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, just run, yeah. Morris, run. Like, <laughs> we're going straight past that. I feel like though you could have been working. Hundred so, percent. Technically, no, I okay. was not allowed wow. to work. I Wait, cre- what? No, technically, oh, I was like, I'm a creative, so I could have. I, oh I, yeah, okay. Come so here. I did not the, at venue. the first year of lockdown. I I've only had this space for a year okay. and a bit. So um, the first year of lockdown, mm-hmm. I didn't have this space. Mm-hmm. So as a mural artist, no, I'm a creative, yeah. so I wasn't uh, technically allowed to work. Oh my God, I have every ridiculous. single trade ticket under the sun. Like wow. boom lifts, working at heights, like all the safety tickets. So my attitude was as long as I can do the work safely and I'm not getting anyone sick, I kept working. Yeah. Yeah. My dad works with me. Mm-hmm. If I don't work, he doesn't work. Yeah. So – is the rain yeah, that there's I the rain. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of relaxing. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. Not into, and if it hails and thunders, that's quite <laughs> relaxing. Um, yeah, so I did work. Obviously, within reason, I was very careful. There was a lot of um, judgment passed for doing that. Really? At that, you know, everyone oh, was like, everyone really caught up. Everyone yeah, yeah, was yeah. tense. Did you not post about it anymore because someone might have copped? I stopped posting, yeah, yeah. like, and I was just very People discreet if I was on murals and stuff. And um, yeah, so. Damn it. I fully jinxed it. No. <laughs> At the start, Danielle was like, it's not going to rain. <laughs> I have a question. Say with your massive murals, obviously your artwork is an asset, like mm. phenomenal. Does the value of a building go up or a wall go oh, yeah, up just because you're painted on it? Uh, I'd say so. Like it's like putting, I guess, because they're spending improving money and they're improving yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I'd say so. Yeah. 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 Like say a factory that… It have to. I, that's what I, I would think. have to 100%. Like, Get, get gets Danielle in, paint it, goes up like hundred thousand yeah. dollars in value, sell it, then go. I don't actually. <laughs> I've no, never I've, thought of it like really that. Good question. I've yeah. actually never thought of it like so that. The last one that you did was that a gym? That was a private space. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow, was it? Yeah, Shit. which is really cool. Yeah, but I do paint a lot of gyms. Yeah, a lot of houses. Houses, um, really? Yeah. Outside or inside? Both. Both. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, a lot of I just I've just finished a law firm. I've just done a Nike store. Yeah, cool. Um, you just did a collaboration with Jordan, yeah. Yeah, that's Nike, so cool. Jordan's. It's a Jordan space. In oh wow, Melbourne Central. That's yeah. so cool. Sick. I want to ask because we want to get onto like NFTs and stuff like that. Yep. But I've got one more question about murals. What would be your all-time favorite mural to date? Do you so have a favorite? Hard. Oh, the, the, I have like multiple favorites. Yeah, okay. I think for like different, for like different reasons. reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when we were speaking about adding value, um, mm-hmm. the one that just caught my eye was the I did a Gigi did one in the middle of a house, and <gasps> no it was way. like it's really cool. Like it's like a warehouse. Shout out to Sam because his house is like so cool. 
that that's probably one of my favorites for that reason because I love painting female faces and then obviously I love the rocks one and I love lions because they mean different things oh, and cute. they hold stories yeah and, um and there's a lot that I can connect to for other reasons so it's yeah. so hard to choose one yeah. right yeah but there's definitely multiple faces yeah. yeah I thought so yeah yeah nft space yes okay before we get into the nft space obviously it's like such a new thing I want you to just tell us what an nft is okay so it Non-fungible token. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be anything from you might see music. There's music NFTs mm-hmm. coming in now. There's art. Um, so essentially it's a digital asset that has been verified on the blockchain mm-hmm. technology. So blockchain technology meaning the most, I guess, recognisable um, thing that you can relate to is cryptocurrency. Yep, yep. That's on the blockchain. You're taking out that middleman Um Blockchain technology has been around for many, many years. It's obviously just being becoming more and more apparent now and there's um, foundations and businesses being built on it. So in my, in, in my terms, an NFT for me is um, a digital artwork that I have authenticated on the blockchain mm-hmm. and the thing that people struggle with is they're like, oh, it's just like a digital artwork in your mm-hmm. wallet, like you can't hold it. I've actually bridged that gap between physical and digital but essentially, it's a, it's a flex. Like you've got, you know, you've got a good blue tick yeah. on your yeah. Instagram. Um, and it's really just taking out that middle man for creatives and I guess people saying, yeah, this holds value and paying whatever they want or whatever mm-hmm. they see holds value. And I guess on the bigger scale, it's building communities. Um, it's holding artists and projects accountable for their community, mm-hmm. to give back to their community. Um, so other people know it as the Web3 space and obviously Web2 was like social media yeah. and anything that um, that we're and used to in this current time. Yeah. And does an NFT, is it attached to a utility? It doesn't have to be. Okay. There are some projects that don't have utility mm-hmm. attached um, and have been equally as successful. I feel like it depends on, you know, because there's some brands that have attached you you know, say if you're a um, personal trainer, yep. you might actually attach your NFT to your um, online platform, which okay. will allow them access into their online training um, well, and access to events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some NFTs may be a ticket. Yep. So you're like, okay, I'm going to this event. This is my NFT. It gets me into this yep. event. So it doesn't necessarily need to be art. Um, it can be anything, okay. really. It's, yep. it's not restricted to like, oh, that's an artwork. That's an NFT. Yeah. Um, so a lot of brands are implementing it like that. Um, you know, I think Coachella had that if you had cert- like certain brands said, oh, if you if you own this NFT, we've actually got you a free pass to, oh, wow. to Coachella. And mm. you go to the door and you say, oh, like, this is your ticket and that. So it's like a flex. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And some hold other values. So in terms of the utility, that is considered utility. Okay. Walking into that Coachella event because you are a holder of X mm-hmm. NFT, that's your gives utility. You there. Yeah. It gives you access. Yeah. It gives you VIP access and um, – and that's really what utility yeah. is. It may be with me, like I'm actually, they'll have access to my online platform. Oh, I'll wow. have VIP events here that my, you know, not usually open mm-hmm. studio. Um, it may be physical utility, like actually giving the physical piece itself. Oh, wow. Did someone approach you about NFTs or did you educate yourself in the NFT world? Educated myself. Did you? For a year, yeah. Oh my God, crazy. Yeah. I think one of the an easy way to explain it for people listening. Say it's confusing. Yeah, it is really confusing. So your artwork that you create, 
you 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 physically paint your NFT. Yeah, is to physically paint it and so. Really, so I physically paint them, yeah. but then I take a photo of yes. it, and the digital asset is then an NFT. Yes. Yeah. And yes. then, so if that gets passed, sold on, someone buys it, you get royalties and yes. a permanent royalties always yes. attached to that piece. Yeah. And every transaction is transparent. Yeah. You can see where it ends up in yes. 20 years' time. You know oh, wow. where it is. Whereas if you sold it a physical piece of artwork, the next person could sell it for five hundred thousand, yeah, and you don't get any no, royalties no. on that. That's no. actually a good way, yeah. And yeah. this is where business will eventually benefit because yeah, they're selling their products, and and you know you you will see eventually Nike selling their shoes, and there's an NFT, NFT. attached to the shoes. Yeah. People can on sell those uh, digital NFTs, and Nike will con- consistently get royalties. Whereas if you sell a pair of shoes now, mm. Nike's not getting royalties yeah, yeah. from the shoes that you're… So it's like it's, a commission. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah. And and especially for musicians as well, for photographers, yeah. for, for artists. Creators, like yeah. we've never… Like we've, it's never been a thing. Yeah. Like I don't know where these… So that's a perfect way to explain yeah. it. For your physical paintings, would you ever create a smart contract for those? Uh Yes. Yeah, so I think moving forward, what it's a great question. I've mm. actually built in um, or my team's building a smart contract, hence the delay on my current yeah, yeah. Um, project. Uh, I think it will be the way moving forward. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll necessarily have a smart contract and only give the physical. It'd be basically that, that it'll be like my certificate of authenticity yeah. and that they would own the NFT and the physical and you can kind of on-sell the physical without or with both. Yeah, okay. So it's probably like it's – if anything, it's like doubling down on the value of that that piece itself. That's amazing. Yeah. It's great for artists. So, for example, for the people – so um, Snoop behind me. Yeah. Very colourful. That one Love should that be – that one should be heading, heading so that's to an Singapore NFT. soon. That's sold. That's actually oh, – wow. so the NFT so cool. sold. Someone owns that yep. and they got that gifted with them. With the oh, NFT. Cute. Yeah. So – they actually will keep that physical and yep. they on sell the, the NFT unless they negotiate with the buyer okay. to get paid more. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So crazy. That's an amazing way yeah. to explain it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because it's such a like it, it it's so confusing. It is. Like I, I remember at the start, I'm like, why can't you just screenshot it? Like I don't understand. Like the yeah. JPEG. I'm like, it's yeah. so confusing. And then yeah. learning about it. And now it. you understand like why communities around mm. projects are so important. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it, it and that's you're building like a brand yeah, and you're yeah. building that trust with your audience, which is what we do in the Web2 space anyway. Yeah, it's what course. we do with our mm. everyday business, but really it's just become more of a tight knit where you can give back and mm. they can give back to you. Mm-hmm. And it's more of like a partnership instead of like, oh, we're just going to take, take, take from our consumers and, yeah. and not give anything back. So which then it just becomes, it's really beautiful. I've, I said the other day on a, on a Twitter space, like the support that I've felt in this space from the people that I've met already, I've like 10 times more than what I've felt in mm. the last 10 oh, wow. years because it's been more like this. Yeah. Whereas in the space, it is very consistent. People who are in it and believe in it, mm-hmm. they're there. We yeah. went to an for NFT the... Melbourne event not that long oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it's the, the one that I didn't go or to. The one, one at the Mexican Roy? place. Mexican oh, place? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 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 we work with the TVI boys. Which they we, do like crypto. and We've got a a new company, FIFI, which is educating women on investing in stocks and crypto. I love it. Just because it's such a male-dominated space. It is. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it actually is. And that was another reason why I wanted to talk to you because you're doing amazing things in so many different spaces. But like it's just… This is one particular space that we 
feel that women need to know more Definitely. about Definitely. And not be daunted. Like, not, yeah, it's not it's daunting scary. to go. Because I still go to the events. And yeah. I, it is still very mad. Do you dominant. feel intimidated still? No. Nah. No, you don't. Okay, that's good. No. Nah. Did it take you long to learn cryptocurrency and the value and where to see value in the cryptocurrency. Yeah, definitely. I I got into crypto about four years ago. Yeah, so you were like early. early. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks to my partner because he kept drumming it into me. I was like, oh, like, <laughs> like I did the eye rolls for yeah. like years. But if I had I not, I probably wouldn't have had that baseline yeah. understanding uh, it was still a lot. Like the NFT, I was just ripping my hair out for months. Mm. I'm like, I still don't get it. I yeah. just don't get it. It takes a long time. And when you do and you sort of, the really way like to learn is to like buy and mm-hmm. sell yeah. and, and jump on like, like I'm talking like doesn't have for to the be a huge year. amount of no, money. No, no. Like, people think that because Bitcoin's the price mm-hmm. it is, you can buy $10 Bitcoin. Yeah, 100%. And that's what we yeah. try to educate females yeah. as well because it is yeah. the confidence. It is, and the, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. risk. Yeah, and look at the market now. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's you know. A, not ideal. It's not ideal, yeah, but, but it, it's, it's a roller coaster. Happen, and if it's you're like in it for anything. the long game, yeah. like you just, and and I say to people, like, please don't get into the space if you're going to watch like your dollar and be like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. What was that? Don't know what that was. was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think be mindful that like it is volatile. It's a waiting game. It, it is a waiting game. Um, but yeah, thank you for doing that. That's oh, amazing. No, Rackets. Yeah. yeah. Are there many females in your NFT community? Ah, uh, definitely male dominant, but there are yeah, a few. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing though, like it is, you know, I have never felt like intimidated. Okay. Even like I I was on the on the panel of uh for blockchain week mm-hmm. and it was at Marble Stadium and I think it was like ten thousand people streaming wow. at that time. And oh, I just got goosebumps. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it was um obviously, yeah, the panel and it was just me and four other guys. Yeah. And and that that's it, I was fine with that. Like yeah. it's I think it, it has been a bit easier for me in a sense that because my industry is already quite male dominant, yeah. so I'm just sort of used to it and I'm, I'm building sites all the time mm. and it's not really um, a thing, but I can I can understand how it would be yeah. quite daunting for Yeah. Can yeah. you talk about your NFT collection? Because there is a really beautiful meaning behind the artwork that you did for your NFT collection. Yeah, which one? The one the, like, the people. Luminary? The, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, so this one... I've been working on for a long time mm. and as I mentioned, we're, we're trying to um, iron out a few things and it's definitely a space where I want to get it right and I don't yep. want to rush. So I uh, haven't launched it yet. It should be launching early July. Oh. So, so people oh, watch out. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So and um, I'm more than happy to help. If anyone has questions about how to do things, mm-hmm. there's a lot of videos that I've done I think similar to like what Like how you, to purchase the NFT? How to even just set up your MetaMask Meta- wallet. Yes, yes. Well, Understand yeah, gas yeah. fees, mm-hmm. you know, how to like how to buy crypto if mm-hmm. you need to. Like we're more than happy yeah. to help with that because it yeah. is – that's so sometimes confusing. just people don't start. They're putting in the too hard yeah. basket. I totally understand. Understand. I've transferred thousands of dollars. Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it really is like, and you just go into this circle, and then you you make mistakes, and it puts you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And is it going to get there? Is it yeah. like yeah. is it there? Yet? Oh no, yeah, yeah. I've it's transferred. <laughs> yeah, whoop into the into yeah. the. You know, I got it back, but it was fifteen grand that I was just oh, like, oh my god, that's gone. That's yeah. gone. Yeah. See you later. It is like, <laughs> it's really scary. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so more than happy to help people on that note. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so next collection is called Luminary and it basically, I love telling storytelling through my work and I wanted to do a collection that uh, people could look at and connect to and just think, oh my God, they've faced that. They've, they've, they've faced adversities. Oh, they've faced disease, illness, 
and they've still gone on to inspire people and mm-hmm. do better. And it doesn't matter on what scale that may be, but I just want people to be like, actually can leave the world a better mm-hmm. better place, no matter what you've gone through. Yeah. yeah. So luminary means to like inspire and, and, and influence and um, that's what the collection means. And um, it's 11 artworks and there's 11 NFTs of each artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, 11 being uh, and my angel number, my favourite number. Oh. And it also, um, if you see, I don't know if you see the number 11 around, yeah. it means yeah. basically to like… On the right path. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah well, like it, um, intuition and mm-hmm. thought yeah. and awareness and it sort of triggers like thought and, and yep. yeah. So… Oh, that's beautiful. That's where I just want it to stop people in their tracks and just sort of think like, wow, like, you know, um, like I've got Olivia Newton-John in it. Like oh, just nice. graciously, yeah. she's… Humble. She got died in 1992, so I'm 30. Oh, she's wow. 30 years she's been battling cancer. Wow. On and off. Yeah. I didn't know it was that long. So long. Yeah, she's an inspiration. She's done so much. Mm-hmm. She's an Aussie icon. Yeah. And, you know, because life gets hard. So it's just, a, a I guess, in a, a reflection and definitely just to inspire people to One to that jumps better. out to me is Mother Teresa. Oh, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. 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 If someone wanted to buy an NFT, one of your NFTs, how much, because again, like before, it's like confusing. It's like, oh, yeah. am I spending tens of thousands of dollars? Or like how do they put a little bit of money towards it or could they buy, how does it actually work? Okay, yeah. So my first few collections were one of ones and they did go for a lot more than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. So this one. Do you set the price? No, so oh. they were auction-based. So okay. this one I have set the price. So the, the mint price is 0.22 Ethereum. At mm-hmm. this current stage, I think it's worth about 650 dollars okay. um, Australian but uh, I mean a couple of months ago it was worth a well, thousand yeah, so yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's dependent on that mm-hmm. time so that's the um, set price for mm-hmm. that at this stage um, no it will be that yeah. so <laughs> that's what it's worth okay. at this stage so that basically then there's 11 NFTs of each artwork so there's 11 owners of, of that, that one sort of one piece okay. if that's this is it, it's not really but that's the way to explain it and i'm raffling the physical to one of those 11 oh, people wow. and then for those who don't win the physical we'll get a physical print okay. of the artwork and a piece of memorabilia that basically encapsulates a whole okay. collection that's yeah so there's everyone will get something oh, that's from nice. that it's not as if you're just getting your the NFT. NFT. The NFT is actually animated, so they don't look like <gasps> what they do here. No way. So, cool. so there's more of a story told in the animation. So is it first in best dressed? Basically, once those NFTs are sold, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Okay. And another question, because I know people are going to be thinking this. You said Ethereum. Obviously, it's attached to Ethereum. Do they already have to have Ethereum in one of their wallets, like money value Ethereum? Yes, so okay. you'll have to have Ethereum in your uh, MetaMask Meta- wallet okay, yep. and it will need to be wrapped Ethereum. So okay. you can do that on that um, okay. platform. Yeah, so it's wrapped ETH. And okay. yeah. a little bit more than 0.22 for the gas fees. Yes, oh, yeah, thank true. you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, so yeah, generally you always have a little bit more because yeah. you don't know. Um, I think the way that we are going to do it, um, I definitely do want to – sell on other um, mm-hmm. pro, um, platforms as well and, and look into Cardano and other platforms. Yep. I don't want to be like solely Ethereum. Ethereum it's just yep. the way that it's worked They're at the moment. They're most attached and, to Ethereum, aren't they? Um, look, there's Solana, there's Cardano, there's there's a lot of other, um, but I think it's so hard. You can't please everyone. Yeah, of and course. You, yeah, and, and definitely gas fees and obviously conscious of 
the universe as mm-hmm. well and um, the energy that it's consuming yeah. too, which I think that just it's new and pe- we just need to iron out these things yeah. and, and just try our best, best at this point. Like, yeah, you've definitely yeah. educated me a little bit more. I feel like the more I talk about NFTs, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, I get that, I get that. Yeah. And that's what the whole point of mm. FIFA and what we're doing is mm. just talk about it more yeah. and people yeah. in the space. And because everyone's like, oh, I have a stupid question. No, no question's a stupid no, question. It's a new. It's new. It's like anything. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And this yeah. conversation might motivate someone to go to YouTube or something and look Learn. it up more. Yeah, because yeah. there's yeah. so much information out there. Out there. And it's yeah. just… I've um, made a conscious effort to do videos and I documented oh, my first collection, like did like docos. So oh, if cool. anyone wants… It just, it just sort of… And, and, and the, the thing is it's hard is you, especially if you're a creator, mm. you've got to learn it from a creator's perspective, mm-hmm. an investor's perspective, yeah. a community perspective. Like what you've got so many hats. So I'd say just like focus on like what you, what is more beneficial to you at that point in time. And then because I was busy trying to like learn investing point of view mm-hmm. learn how to like you know be an artist in this space yeah. as well so I was like you cannot do everything yeah. you cannot like you just yeah take your time and and know that even a year and a half later I still don't know what I'm doing so <laughs> <laughs> you're doing pretty keep well. that in your head <laughs> what about Danielle the person what do you do to fill up your cup what brings you joy I spend a lot of time with family yeah, um that. so as much as it, to them, it's probably not a lot because I'm always working. <laughs> um, that's generally like food and just having like family dinners all the time. Yeah. That's, that's me. And I love the gym. I love socialising when I get a chance to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I truly do live and breathe this all day every day. So that's a lot of what yeah. I do. Do yeah. you know when to fill up your cup? Like, you know, when sometimes in life you're like, shit, I need, like for this weekend, I'm like, I need to fill up my cup. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you know when to? 100%. My okay, partner was like, good. do you want to go away this week? I'm like, nope. And he's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, absolutely nothing. nothing. Oh, I love that. That's <laughs> good. It's the yeah. awareness. Yeah. So I definitely do. Probably and you meditate? T- I meditate when yeah. I need to. I don't I don't meditate every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a few retreats and I was like, oh, I have to do it every day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually, you know what? I'm going to use it as a tool, not a chore. Yeah. So oh, I like that. I just yeah. sort of use it as a tool when I need to. And that may be me lying in bed. That may be me sitting in the sun. It mm-hmm. may be um, just meditating while I paint just to calm my mind, like, and settle. I mm-hmm. say, like, I can't settle. So, like, I just, like a kid, I'm literally like, <laughs> yeah. I can't settle. I can't settle. Like, I just need to, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. That's, that's a good cup feeling. I love exercise. that. I just have one more question. What is next for you? What's next? Uh got a busy year I've got I've got a few exciting projects toward the end of the year right um which may end me up in America for a little bit Amazing. we'll see I'm not gonna say too much yeah maybe Ibiza yeah yeah I'll, I won't that's exciting though so that we that'd be cool um yeah. I feel like this year is just flying so mm. next is just, I've got murals um so a few exciting projects obviously online platform is a huge focus yep. um I do love speaking I feel like as we as we do, like, you know, we're running around in business, mm-hmm. you girls as well, like you just want to inspire those yeah. few people as well. Like yeah. that's so that's a huge part of uh, my purpose. And yeah, like NFT space, I think it's really interesting. I'm just gonna write it out and, mm-hmm. and just embrace it and go to these events. Like you feel like I feel like I've like made friends for like the, for life now oh, in that. this space, which is just amazing. Yeah. Um yeah. I just all of the things, really. Yeah, very, yeah. very busy. I'm sort of going to a point where I'm like, I'm 30. Is it okay that like uh, marriage or kids is like nowhere on like 
the to-do list. That's yeah. fine. Anytime soon. Like, you know, yeah. when you go, like, everyone's asking you, I'm like, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. But, like, it's not, you know. So that's not in question at the moment. Um, I'm 33 and my stepmom asked me that at dinner the other night. I was like, hold it. Yeah. No, I've got too much going on. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm 33 too. Same thing. Yeah. I'm like, is this selfish? I kind of want to focus on myself. I've, I definitely, yeah. Like I, I sort of said that to my partner the other day. I said to him, like, you know, I said I got selfish a couple of years ago. Mm. I said you need to now. Like we, yeah. you know, like it's 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 cool. It's yeah. really cool. Um, so maybe in the future, but yeah. Mm. I think you're just like gonna go up and up and up. Like just, I can't wait to see yeah. what happens next. That's so cool. Yeah. Likewise, so exciting. Thank you so much. Thank you Thanks, so Danielle. much. Thank you. Good chats. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.